Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in and tuning up. This is Scott Jensen with my Ancient Wisdom Modern Health Podcast. Here, I share and explain how to get and stay healthy with Tai Chi, Qigong, and Kung Fu. Mixing interviews with incredible people and my own insights and experiences, we look for timeless wisdom and proven practices to be healthy and happy today. After having learned about the center point and the center line, you might be feeling pretty centered in your movement. Well, there's a third concept regarding centering called center equilibrium. This is one of the oldest and central concepts of Tai Chi Chuan. And I learned about the center equilibrium from one of the most famous Tai Chi teachers in the world. Before we begin, I would like to encourage you to go to 10,000victories.com slash newsletter and sign up for our newsletter so that you can receive information about our upcoming free immune booster webinar. We've got some great information about the lungs. Many of these topics we will discuss in detail, and we will teach you a number of exercises that you can do to help improve the health of your lungs. So go to our website, sign up for the newsletter, and keep your eyes open. The newsletter comes out every single week with a new episode of our podcast. In addition, we usually have other articles and sometimes other fun videos and photo sets. You can also check our show notes for a link to the newsletter so you can sign up that way as well. Tai Chi Chan is one of the most popular arts in the world, and a lot of people would like to take credit for having created it. However, two groups currently have by far the best claim. The two groups that really claim to create Tai Chi are the Taoists of Wudan Mountain and the Chen Village. And for many of us in the United States, we heard about the Taoist Saint John Song Fong creating Tai Chi before we actually heard about the Chen Village. The story behind John Song Fong and Tai Chi and Wudan Mountain is that John Song Fong was a Taoist saint and he had a deep inspiration and created the art of Tai Chi. Originally, this art was called the art of 13 postures. This is a funny way to name things, and it's sort of, at least it's funny to us Westerners, and it reflects the ancient Chinese culture. So what are the 13 postures? Well, the 13 postures are eight techniques and five directions combined, yielding the number of 13. The techniques are the ward off, Roll back, push, press, shoulder, elbow, pull down, and split. And the directions are forward, backward, right, left, and center. Now, the center, that's an interesting direction because it really doesn't seem to be a direction at all. Combining these three, the five directions and the eight techniques, that's the art of 13 postures.
Now, I was very curious about what the center equilibrium really meant. And I was very fortunate to have a week with Yang Zhendo, who at that time is the great grandmaster of Yang family Tai Chi. He's descended in direct family lineage from Yang Luchan. And now it is his grandson that is carrying forward the Yang family banner in teaching Tai Chi around the world. I was fortunate to study with Yang Zhendo in the 1990s in Virginia when he visited the United States and did a week-long retreat. So when I asked Sifu Yang Zhendo, what does that center equilibrium mean? This was the explanation that he gave. And it's an image, really. The image is of holding a bowl of water filled absolutely to the brim directly in front of your heart. If you tilted the bowl of water even a tiny bit, water would spill out the edges. The idea is, is that you're going to move through your Tai Chi form as if you were holding this bowl of water in front of your heart and not spill any of it. And this is something that you can certainly try. You could just hold the bowl of water, fill it up, hold it in your hands right in front of your chest, and then go through your Tai Chi form without your arms and just shift your weight and take your steps and turn your waist and go through the entire Tai Chi form and then see if you can do that without spilling any water. Now, I think most of us don't actually have to get the bowl of water out and fill it up and try it to know that this is not gonna be that easy and almost all of us are gonna end up, well, with a little water on our front. So what happens? Why do we get wet? Well, most of us aren't really skilled in moving our entire body and keeping it structured together and moving it really smoothly. And this is a quality that we would like to develop in classical martial arts because moving very smoothly is very efficient and being very efficient means you can develop more speed and power. So for many people, the very first time that they have to step or shift their weight the water has started to spill. Well, the question is, why does the water start to spill? It's starting to spill because we're not really aware whether we're tilting our body when we're shifting our weight or when we're stepping. And it is exceptionally easy to tilt your body a little bit in one direction or another every time that you step and every time that you shift your weight. Normally, when we walk, the process of walking for the normal person is sort of a controlled forward fall where we continuously get one foot in front of us just in time that we can then sort of fall slightly forward onto it and be caught. And then we have the next foot out in front. This is typically accompanied with a slight forward lean. This makes it possible for us to be tripped or to fall and is why older adults will sometimes trip over something that's only a quarter inch high. And that's because they're actually committing their movement of the center of their body forward before their foot is there in the anticipation that their foot will arrive in time. 
but they're older and they don't pick their foot up very high. It's barely going off the ground. They hit a little pebble, a quarter of an inch high, a little lip, and because they've committed their body forward, then they can lose their balance and fall. In Tai Chi, we don't like to move in that fashion. We like to actually separate stepping and shifting our weight so that we are moving our foot in advance and preparing to shift our weight before we actually shift our weight. And then when we shift our weight, we try to shift it in a smooth and controlled fashion. What's really easy to happen is as we're shifting our weight, that we will have some uncontrolled or uncoordinated contraction or relaxation of muscles in our hips or lower back. And then those unplanned or uncoordinated relaxation or contractions will cause little wobbles, little imbalances, little waves to go through the body as those muscles are contracting. And then that's what causes you to spill the water. Now, why does it matter whether we spill the water or not? I mean, who really cares? We're trying to learn martial arts here, not be waiters walking around with a bowl full of water in front of our chest. The point is, is that every time you make an uncontrolled movement or a movement that you're not fully aware of, every single moment, even if it's a very brief fraction of a second, that your body is not centered and rooted, you're actually vulnerable. If you're not clearly connecting the center of your gravity of your body, the center of gravity of your body with your foot, you could be off balanced very easily. If the other person is practiced sensing the center of your body and they can tell when your center is not rooted, when it's not connected with good posture and alignment to the ground, then you can be off balanced. When you twist or turn and it's off center or off key, A skillful opponent will follow that movement and add on to it, greatly off-balancing you, spinning you out of control. This is the beginning of most throwing techniques or most takedown techniques. If you can learn how to shift your weight, your hips, the center of your body are totally smooth. There is no unnecessary or unconscious tilting in any direction then that is a very stable weight shift. That is a very stable rotation of the center of your body that could be used to deliver power in punching or throwing and that you will not be able to be easily off-balanced by an opponent. Now, some of you may be thinking, well, I'm not really worried about fighting. I just want to practice my Tai Chi form and stay healthy. Well, the good news is the process of learning how to move this way is going to really increase your awareness of your body, your ability to coordinate your body. It will help you to relax muscles that you may not be aware are tensing, 
and it will help you to stretch out and move through scar tissue. My experience has been that when I'm practicing center equilibrium and trying to move my body without the slightest bit of tilting in a very smooth and even fashion, it's actually very calming. It helps me to enter a deep state of meditation. This is a focused and present kind of state, which is calm. I'm not spacing out. You don't really want to space out when you do Tai Chi. It's more about becoming calm and reflective and aware and then moving steadily and smoothly. This is part of how we achieve the illusion of moving like a great river in Tai Chi. Learning how to move in this very centered, balanced, aligned fashion is part of what makes your Tai Chi look so magical and different from other people's methods of moving. And when you start to move in this way, that's when you're starting to really do Tai Chi and to do classical Kung Fu with the correct and most beautiful, balanced, and harmonious method. Thank you for joining me and listening in. Please remember to subscribe and share. If you have questions, please send them to ask at ancientwisdommodernhealth.com. Thank you for listening. Please be careful and take appropriate actions and plan what you need to do. And until our next podcast, keep moving, stay well, and be happy.